0: gentlemen we are back with the all-star edition of the call with shawl i am your host elliot shawl and boy do we've got a great show uh ahead of ourselves for today it's we have the man the chat mvp brady burkle (laughs) the owner of only friends
1: brady how are you i appreciate you coming on the show i'm good man this is a little surreal i'm like listening thinking oh hey i'll just listen for the guests and then Hey, it turns out it's me.
0: It turns out it's you. Wow. What a humble, humble guy. Oh. I,
1: I'll tell you. This is
0: kind of like with Mayor last week. I think this is my first time ever talking to you. Um, so this is this is great. You got a good you got a really nice, uh, easy voice to, to have a good conversation with.
1: Oh, thanks, man. Hey, I, I do have to call you out there. Fact check number one. We actually met one time. I believe it was <laughs> 2012, Michigan, Ohio State at the Blue Mm. Apartments on 17th. Interesting. I believe John Lundy ordered wings over, and that is the last time (laughs) I've had wings over, unfortunately. (laughs) But that's why it resonates. That's why it sticks. So we did get the chat quickly. Okay. Obviously, being a Michigan game day, it's acceptable that not all things were remembered.
0: Totally. Well, I, I appreciate you, uh, you, you calling me out for that because I am very happy <laughs> that we have met in person mm-hmm. and I'm happy that I left a memorable impression on you. That's oh, great absolutely. to hear. Uh, how have you been, man? So you're out on the West Coast,
1: right? I am indeed. That makes it a little tough for us to kind of link up sometimes yeah. on some of this stuff. But yeah, man, out here. I've been out here for almost two years and, uh, you know, no complaints, man. I look outside right now. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, easy going vibes out here. Easy going vibes,
0: easy going guy. I like to hear that. So you've really established yourself this year as the chat MVP and it's been the best year of the chat. So what an honor for you. What an honor for me to have you on the pod, Mr. Chat MVP, uh, the chat MVP, but not so much the league MVP. You've had some struggles. What's your, what's your take on, on your fantasy strategy this year and, and years prior?
1: Yeah, you know, first off, thank you for uh, the, the chat MVP uh, recognition. You know, it's one of those things where I have found kind of that good group chats are fueled by something, you know, whether it's news or, or controversy. Uh, you know, so I try to take that role in a couple different group chats. I try to like filter through. All the information and distill what I know each group chat kind of wants, and like what the the topic is gears door, so um, you know I, I feel like I, I didn't have that baseball outlet necessarily, not all my mm-hmm. other chats, you know, not everybody cares about baseball, so it's been great to be able to you know feed something to the group and get a little momentum going. Um, as it relates to the only Friends squad, you know I'll give you a little history here on on, on the only Friends.
0: please um, do.
1: Yeah, so I actually took the team over from Schneider who was in the league originally. Did you know that? I got to tell you,
0: I didn't know that. So when I all these times that I say Schneider is like, you know, kind of the new guy, he's actually right.
1: he's 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 been in and he's returned. He's an OG and I don't know why yeah. nobody's ever brought that up. They must uh, they must forget about the history there, but wow. Yeah, so yeah, I took the team over I actually don't know how long ago, but I want to say maybe like 2013 or something like that has not been a great showing. You know, I I came in with the mentality of, okay, it's a keepers league. I want to rebuild, put my own stamp on the team. And so for the first couple of years, that was kind of my thought was, all right, you know, I'm not necessarily trying to win right away. Like let's get some players, but also like, let's, let's filter through a whole bunch of, high potential type of players Mm -hmm. you know what what i found with the fallacy with that is that i overvalued the four spots or i guess it was only what three before um the three or four keeper spots and yeah i it turned into essentially like a a perpetual state of okay well something happened first half of the year I'm not really looking like I have a chance. Let's start cycling through some high upside and see if we can find anybody. So I think, you know, obviously I do take my, my stabs every draft with some, Mm -hmm. uh, with some new players, with the the hopes of finding that good person and that they, they start producing at a young age. But unfortunately I've been off by a year or two too many times. So I think, um, you know, I think I've learned a lot from that. And uh, this year was a lot more focus on, all right, let's get quality arms. Uh, let's build around quality arms. And then let's see what we can kind of pick up and, and piece together for offense. Um, and it's, you know, I, I like my team a lot this year. And everybody always seems to want to trade with me. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, apparently I got something going. <laughs> um, that's, Yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you, just right off the bat, self-awareness is definitely something that you're very good at. Um, that's oh. that's for sure. And also, you clearly cater to the people when we talk about your, your you know, use of the chat, which is very much appreciative. And and we'll get more into that uh, as we continue on in the show. But, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I think that your team on paper every year um, after the draft, I, I always feel like it's, it's good. I mean, I, I can't remember a year where I've – ever looked at your team after a draft or in the middle of a draft and was like, wow, what the fuck is this guy doing? Obviously you tend to really like young guys, Um, you know, not, not in a A way, of course, (laughs) but don't, don't rule it out. (laughs) But uh, you, you clearly, um, you definitely, I think that that's a good point that you tend to overvalue um, uh, some of the keepers. And also just, uh, and I, I, I kind of have a memory, especially when we had that minor league spot, if I remember correctly, you, you were a person that utilized that along with a lot of other people, which brings me to another point. Is that something, you know, that you would like to see return to this league, especially somebody
1: who kind of fancies prospects? Uh, absolutely. I, you know, I think the more kind of like ownership and, and the equity you have in your team of like a long build, I think only like intensifies the engagement in the league. If it's like, yeah, you know, you've, you've found this person, you're riding with this dude. Um, you know, you, you, get to be enticed by the upside. I, I think it's great to be able you know, obviously we don't want to add too many of those cause that would require a lot of time to start like looking through prospect reports and stuff like that. But, you know, I think it's a great little feature to have, you know, you get a little boost if they get called up mid season or something like that. So I, I personally would obviously be a fan of, you know, one or two of those kinds of spots. Um, yeah, and then also increasing keepers. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like we can we can definitely bump that number. That seems to be kind of like the consensus I've heard a bit on the last couple episodes of the pod. Um, I'd be all for that as well. Yeah,
0: I, I think that that's something that a lot of people have gotten behind, and I think it's something that was obviously brought up, you know, in prior years and and voted, you know, against. But I think that the more dialogue and conversations we've had around expanding the keepers on each roster, I, I, the more people I've spoken to seem to be in favor of that. And I think that's a change that I like to see. Oh, uh, that's good. So, yeah, you've been in the league, you said, since 2013, you believe. And, and I, I'm i trying to remember, what's what's been one of your best years, if you remember correctly? Because I kind of don't – I vaguely remember you having a playoff appearance or two maybe, but I, I also feel like you've just had a lot of disappointing ends to
1: seasons. You know, it's some of the stats I was pulling beforehand – I pulled together through 2016. You want, you want consistency. Here we go. Yeah, 2016, beyond deck, 2016, 10th. 2017, 8th. 2018, 9th. 2019, 8th. 2020, 8th. 2021, 8th. <laughs> so, uh, you know, something's clearly not working in the formula. <laughs> uh, uh, I, can, I can only chalk up so many CBS not listing a starter as, as reasons for losses. So, uh, I don't really have an excuse uh you know i also saw like my points against in all those years were mid-range like you know so it's been mostly i don't know what it is you know i, but... I gotta
0: tell you and looking at the standings right now
1: you're currently eight <laughs> right exactly and you know i mean i i could argue this year like points against i'm number one but yeah. I also yeah, it doesn't really have been... any control of that yeah and I, and I looked into the correlation between finishing and and points for versus points against and <laughs> it clearly it's it's much higher for points for um so there goes that theory that one didn't yeah I'd be able to be like oh man well it turns out like if you're number one or points against you're never gonna win but True. that didn't end up being the case so um I got nothing there no defense
0: well, I mean, you know, you're three games out of
1: uh, one of those last playoff
0: spots. I, I, and, and obviously, you know, having trade conversations with you, and I'm sure, like you said, a lot of people seem to be wanting to trade with you. You're, you're still very much um, going to kind of ride the waves a bit here, right? You're not in any, you know, unlike Mayer last week, who's, you know, selling, selling and selling and selling. You're a guy that's not, you know, ready to, you know, go one way or the other,
1: no, absolutely not. I, I think that's, that's twofold. One, it removes the enjoyment from playing. Two, yeah. uh, the reverse lottery, which I think was a great addition to great addition. To, to fight the anti-tank, anti Um, I think that was a, a great move. And so I don't really see the incentive to rush into a sale here or even do like mm-hmm. a wholesale, like fire sale type deal. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to keep battling. i you know, tanking has not worked for me either. Uh, I've never been able to achieve what winning is like. So, um, you know, I'm just gonna ride it. Let's <laughs> let's see where this goes. I'm really enjoying this
0: conversation. You're really a, you're a good guy. I I like you a lot. You're you're <laughs> humble. You're, you're,
1: you're you you you're self aware. You. That's why you're... I dig into the numbers. I'm <laughs> I'm just like trying to be like, okay, does any of what <laughs> I'm thinking to myself make sense actually? And it turns yeah. out it doesn't most of the time wow so, uh, yeah i tell you the, there's
0: some there's some real pieces of shit in this league you're you're not one of them <laughs> i mean well I, I gotta i gotta ask you this too given the the chat and being the chat mvp but seeing also some of the shit that's obviously gone on in the chat mm-hmm. and some of the back and forth and and the whole Sixto de though which continues to obviously be a, a conversation that's had and and guys threatening to leave the league. What I mean, where? What's your take on this? And and I know that obviously the 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 thing that we're all always saying is the playing fantasy for fantasy. But like, you know, for a guy who's who's, I don't want to say you're happy go lucky because that's David Flam. But you know, you're a guy that really clearly enjoys being in this league, and, and you're a guy who this league who like I I think that this that you're a testament of what this league should be. I think that you are exactly what this league needs and the kind of guy that i would want to have in this league but you know what is your what is your take is there a frustration from you are there people that are that you wouldn't mind seeing leave like what's where are you on on the state of this league
1: well i I appreciate those kind words and i kind of think of it as like think of it maybe as like the wwe like if everybody Mm -hmm. was nice guys and got (laughs) along there wouldn't be any thrill there what we need sometimes are the heels we need you need the heels yeah we, we need the Schneiders um who you know after living with for countless numbers of years I know him to be an instigator um you know a little feisty uh so a lot of times I think whatever he's saying you know I'm, I'm kind of taking it with uh some hesitancy as to the legitness of it and I could see him mm-hmm. in Lundy just like strategizing how to rile up the league on some of this stuff i'm sure i'm sure they're legit frustrated at some points um but you know i think i think the league for the overall entertainment value needs that kind of uh, needs that kind of conflict sometimes only for entertainment purposes not for actually trying to disrupt and destroy the league Um, yeah i'm i'm also a fan of i mean i'm a fan of how jordan handles the league um i'm no i'm not against all the stipulations and writing out rules and things like that and in in like a constitution or whatever i'm all Mm -hmm. for that i understand a lot of people sometimes it's like oh well i'm not reading through all that kind of deal but um i think i think it's great i'm all for like the complexity and deeper into this league however which way we want to go i just again i think that means to me that it's like okay i get more invested in it and i'm more um, yeah, I'm more in tune day to day. Obviously, my my hunger and competitiveness has never been higher because I've never been so bad at something for so long. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, that's yeah. that's how it goes. I'm, I, I like the way the league is heading and would continue to push in that kind of uh, progressive expansion zone. Well, I, I will say every squirrel seems
0: to find it's not. I mean, uh, Eric, you know, had a good year last year. You had the most points in the
1: league last year. It was think, COVID, and, uh, exactly. But my, point I was is, hoping you know, I was hoping that I would have some type of fluke <laughs> over 60, 40 games or whatever it was. But even that didn't work.
0: Uh, yeah, but I mean, hang in there. Your team. I mean, I, you, you said it best. You, know, you look at your roster. It's it's a competitive roster. I, I don't really know. Um, I, I, there's nothing on there that really says. I, I first of all, I think you've dealt with a lot of injury issues and. You're hot as bad as it hurt now with Schwarber. I mean, God, what a tear he was on.
1: Right. And it was Buxton, and then he Yeah keeps getting hurt too. Franmill was hurt part of the year. You know, you're you're you got a good pitching staff, but
0: I I think that it's been a little underwhelming. Big names, but a little underwhelming, I I would
1: say. I agree. I yeah. agree. Max Max Fried hasn't given me what I wanted. Blake Snell's been a total bust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, and then it's – now I'm just trying to stream through things to find some spots. Yeah. The Robbie Ray trade was a little tough, but it did give me a, a solid bat in Hoskins and um, Gonsolin, who's not quite stretched out yet, so he hasn't really been giving me the value that, uh, that I was hoping for. Yeah.
0: It could swing, though, in this second half of the of the MLB season. I think that uh, you've obviously been competitive. I mean, I mean what's – I guess – when you start to kind of gather your your take on whether you're going to start trading off some of these pieces, I feel like, I mean, there's
1: so many guys on this roster that you got to feel pretty good about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and some good uh, value for keepers too. And you know, that's, that was like the Genesis of why I went and found out like, all right, so far this year, points per round, like where are the points being generated? And to much my surprise, like the 25th round was much higher than I think, what was it, like the seventh or something like that. So that was like me trying to figure out like, okay, do I need to start dumping players for picks? Is there actually like distinguishable value there for something like that? Um, so, you know, I've been thinking about it. And then when I was reminded about the reverse lottery, I was like, okay, maybe this, maybe this just makes more sense to put my head down and try to either spoil some uh, weeks down the line or, or what. But uh, yeah. I, I have to say, I, I, think, I think part of your problem is you just overthink things.
0: You're an analytics guy. You're clearly the stats and info guy for the league. I feel like you just overthink
1: things. I mean,
0: just from having this conversation with you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, to to you, I am like compressing a year worth of frustration into like all the things I've sat there and sulked about yeah. while I while I'm like, God damn it, how do I score 500 points in a week? Like, how do teams do this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I try to take notes and you know try to learn from teams like the Dards who just you know abuse the waiver wire. Um, but still, I don't even really know how they do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, then I you got know, on I mean. the
0: other end, other end of the spectrum of guys cheating in the league. Obviously, that's kind of and you know nobody talks about it much anymore, especially as Steve is sitting in the cellar with three wins this year. Also, a guy that's threatening to leave. What's your take on Steve? I mean, you, you know, you, we talked a little about uh, about you know some of the the you know Schneider and, and Mike in the league. What's your take on Steve's threat to leave the league?
1: um it it honestly hasn't really even sank in with me too much just because he mm-hmm. hasn't been active um i think if this was a year where i don't know he was kind of shit talking or something or like you know real real feisty and fired up like yet like i'd probably be like all right is this really worth dealing with um, but he's been pretty quiet, and you know he's not throwing, he's not lobbing bombs out there in the chat or anything necessarily, which you know I feel like maybe, maybe he would have done in the past, but right, um, you know, well, it's got to be tough. He's kind of been
0: irrelevant since first pitch this year. Uh, he kind of right. just been been out of it, which has to be
1: has to so be I, pretty tough for him. I guess it would depend on his demeanor and his attitude for going forward. Like, is he going to try to bounce back, or is he going to? you know, bounce back next season, I'm saying, and like refocus. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he apparently lost Axelban from his ownership, which I don't, I don't really know how most of the co-owner balances go in terms of involvement. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it would depend on, A, his commitment going forward, B, what the replacement is. Um, if it's the Dorfman's, that's cool. Um, you know, <laughs> I just ask for engagement and, um, you yeah. know, competitiveness. Totally, and we've gotten that this year.
0: I, I would say, you know, I mean, looking up and down the standings, it's really been a competitive year, uh, and, and obviously the engagements i have been at an all time high. You even have uh, Pearlman contributing
1: to part of that, which is you know crazy. Yeah, Ooh, I, yeah, that was great to bring him out of retirement yeah. or Del Boca Vista, wherever you. <laughs> Absolutely
0: it's it, it's it's really it's been a fun year, but I feel bad. you know, it's got I don't feel bad because I, I don't really like any of these guys. But I, I have to say <laughs> but you don't know half of them either. do you? That's true. No, I don't. I really don't. But no, I, I actually I think between uh, I mean, Perlman, I, I kind of know our dads actually grew up together in Toledo. Oh. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, but Mayer, I really didn't know. Um, and then you, I, I don't really know. But I, I really I got to tell you, I like you a lot. Hey, a uh, the, Tribe th-
1: fan, Cleveland fan. Tribe that, fan, Cleveland fan. That's starting yeah. one. Yeah, um, you got the
0: self-awareness, which I do not have, clearly. But that's, you, you know, it's, it's, it's been a really fun year, and the guys who've just been out of it are, are really missing out on a lot, the, a lot of the fun. But speaking of just, um, you know, navigating the, the fantasy world as a solo owner, you've never had a co-owner in this league, have you? It's always just been a Burkle solo, uh, solo show.
1: I do believe so. I don't think Schneider and I I might have split the first year uh, and then it might've transitioned over to me. I'm trying to remember it might've been split that year because we were living together. So I feel like we were able to like communicate on that kind of stuff. Hmm. But um, yeah, since then, uh, solo I wouldn't it's too inefficient, especially I think it shows up most at the draft. Hey, Oh, that reminds me. That's another analysis I I was working on. All right. Let's hear it all time. Draft times who's taking the longest, who takes the least. I don't, I don't have it done, Um, Uh but there is a pretty, I think, uh, I think that I think it would show that the co-owners obviously take much longer. And then you'd also have somebody, I feel like Flam and mayor also traditionally take, take some pretty uh, lengthy times there to gather their breath before they make picks. But yeah, um, yeah, co-owners, it just feels like maybe a little, I don't know, either things would get, dropped between the two people like oh hey you were supposed to do this or that um or just even like differing opinions on on what to do but hey maybe totally. i need one as an outside outside counsel for me to tell me what not to do and what to do like don't don't uh <laughs> don't get hammered with jordan eat a bunch of weed beans uh, <laughs> and then let him sneak in some draft picks into the deal you guys agreed upon but you know yeah yeah that's uh, let that be a lesson for you
0: so the, the length with the, you know, the, the time, the draft time, is that something that bothers you or, or I mean. I, no, I, I mean, it
1: bothers me at the time, but uh, I always make, you know, I'm sure most of us try to have something else to do or to watch during it so that we're not just like staring at the screen. I just never yeah. understood how people don't have like three to five people identified when it comes right, to Right, in the pick. queue. In the queue. Right. Yeah. Like what yeah. are you waiting for?
0: I mean, it's also, there's also, there's always problems that, that kind of happen in the draft with accidental guy. Like there's always a stop and, and, and resume mm-hmm. aspect that happens every single year that then the, the, the chat in the draft goes wild and, and Steve gets angry. And, um, it's, it's kind of a, a it's, it's a, it, it's an occurrence, it's a reoccurrence every year. I feel like it's the same thing with, with the way the draft works. But listen, I, I am of the belief like a lot of the guys who I've had on this podcast where the, the draft is just it's – a, it's a time that we just get to get away from the regular everyday life and, and, and do it with all these guys. Like, the draft is one of the highlights for this league, and I think, I think that a lot of people miss that point.
1: For sure, and I, I don't think it would necessarily get devalued if we had more keepers. One, it would actually speed it up. Two, you know, if we expand keepers, you know, there's no requirement for somebody to actually keep that many people. So that was, Mm -hmm. that was one thing I was thinking about as we expand keepers, like eventually you're going to run out of eligible, you know, or like keepers that make sense to keep. Um, So I think we would maybe even see people sometimes allowing those spots to stay open. Um, So, yeah. uh, You know, another thing I know we had discussed rule wise was starts per week or innings pitched. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm coming around a little bit to that as well. I don't know. I don't know if starts is going to make a whole bunch of sense with how baseball works now. You know, like I'm a fan of the Ryan, innings limit. Right. That would seem to make more sense, or else you could do like the Yarbroughs and Flemings and get kind of circumvent the, the start requirement kind of stuff. Um, but I would be interested in innings. I, I think that kind of changes. I think that changes the balance. Hey,
0: just when things were going right, I lost it. Things were going really, really well, but we were talking about some of the, the way the, the draft can, can kind of progress with some of the changes that could be made to the league, if, if,
1: if I could draw your memory there. Yeah, no, I was saying that, and I don't remember, know exactly where you lost me, but the um, last more... thing I heard you say was Yarborough. Oh, right. That was about the, the start start limit, like the Yarborough's and the uh, Flemings of the world. Like I feel like mm-hmm. you could circumvent the start limit by riding kind of the openers that might piggyback. So that's why I was thinking maybe I'd lean more, more towards you and, and innings pitched. And then, you know, it, yeah. it requires more skill about, OK, I got to be do, judicious about like who I'm starting. Do I want to use this start versus that start? um right you know the other
0: thing too with the innings pitch where I I think that it it also devalues the pitcher a slightly like more like I think that it it kind of makes the hitter and the pitcher a little more even right like there already is such a more advantage to to pitching in this league than there is hitting and I think that if you have an innings limit um it, it, it can create more of that that sort of even playing field for for the hitter and the pitcher which which could which could be beneficial for some guys you know and, and I think that that's something worthwhile
1: yeah no I'm with you there and yeah that, I'd so like I, to keep it like to keep it points as well I don't really want oh I can't I can't
0: I, I can't do Roto after since since we've been points it's the only way I like playing fantasy baseball honestly exactly I don't Categories. want to be trying to balance huh. people and, and wasting a di- like a an ad drop on like a guy just to get stolen bases, it's just that yeah, there's, exactly. it's yeah there there's it's such a mess if you start to change the way the scoring is. That's why it's like listen, there's not that much that needs to be changed in this league. And and like you said, if there wants to, if somebody wants to write the rules, by all means, write the rules. Have the rule book. We don't have to review it. I thought of an episode at some point this year, maybe where I just have Jordan on and he just reads the entire rule book the entire time. I thought about maybe having that as an episode. But uh, I just I, I don't think there needs to be much change in this league. Just a few tweaks, few tweaks that have been discussed. And, and I, other than that, and, and changing the site, I'm sure. I'm sure you're a. Are you a uh, you mobile app guy, or do you use the mobile web or desktop? With, what do you, how do you how do you run your team? Yeah,
1: you know, most of the time the CBS app is not great to me. Horrible. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm have to go web most of the time. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, uh, most of the time I'm playing leagues on Yahoo. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what their like premium offerings look like. CBS, obviously, it, that's probably. I mean, they're not great. They don't seem to be making huge improvements. Like, what was the biggest things they rolled out this year? The the gender pronouns and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and the odds for the games. Like, yeah, okay, great. I get to see the money lines. Like, uh, this is this is not worth five hundred dollars a year or whatever it right. is. Right. So, uh, there's got to be better solutions there. And, you know, as for tweaks, I I think it's just like a natural progression. Like, let's just keep the – like, let's keep the league up with what we feel fits. Um, Yeah. And it's not like, okay, we're changing the – we're changing – we're tweaking a couple things. It's not like, okay, well, now I quit. Like, can't adjust off of that. Like, hey, winners adjust, man. Yeah.
0: I I also – lost my train. Th- oh uh the other thing was there was once in this it, with cbs it was a few years ago i think it was maybe the first or maybe it was like the second or third year that i was in this league there used to be a way that if you had an mlb.tv account yeah that it linked up and you could literally it would tell you that you could watch your and you could just click and watch
1: your your hitter yep. hit
0: which was so fucking cool why to, to get rid of that was such a a, a miss by cbs
1: yeah i mean that had to be some type of like the MLB didn't want them to do it. And I don't know if MLB has like an official fantasy league now or something. I don't know, but that just you're right. It makes no sense. That was sick, right?
0: That was really, really cool. You know? Um, but no, that's, 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 I think those are all really good points. I don't, I, I think the bottom line is this league is, you know, it's, it's a great league and it's been that way for a long time. You know, this is year 10 for me, as I like to remind people, um, and there's, I, I plan on being in it for the long haul, but, you know, uh, tweaks are necessary. And I think that, I think that there's going to be plenty of things on the ballot that are going to, our people are going to be paying a lot more closer, a lot closer attention to as we kind of, you know, head towards the off season.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm in it for the long haul too. If we want to, as much as we want to shift this towards dynasty type of format, yeah. that's cool with me. I mean, you know, I like it, put it, put it on my headstone, always in eighth place when I die, you know? Yeah, wow. Red Sox are about to promote Jaron Duran, who, oh, I am, who wow. Keats
0: and I have. Who Keats and I have. Breaking news.
1: There Breaking you go. Breaking news. Wow. That's
0: huge. We need some outfield help. You stole that That's awesome. news
1: from me. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, Brady. If, you, uh, if you're in the market uh, for a really good young prospect that can make an immediate impact, you know where to turn. But speaking of which, I got to say, again, you're three games out. Uh, of, of the lost column and the win column, I guess, five and nine. Yeah. You're, you're kind of on the, you're three games out from one of those last playoff spots. And and I have mm-hmm. to tell you, looking at your remaining schedule, you got Flam this, this, this period. And then you got Steve. Then you got Ruttman and Anslow. Then you got us. And then you got Mayor, and then uh, La Flamme Blanca. You, you got a yeah, chance. That's not to, too bad to rattle off a few wins here.
1: Not to get you too excited. I feel like no, I, we I, we I, like to stay focused in the moment, uh, <laughs> focused on the task in front of us. Yeah, got a got a real good team across the way there uh, in in Flam this week. Uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, don't compliment Flam. You know, speaking of
0: which. <laughs> flam trying to steal your thunder really fucking pisses me off when he's in With the what? chat and he tried when he's trying to drop the trivia a he's really bad uh, at it, it takes forever to get he's giving clues away like you know how many people probably searched hit dog and
1: realized it was oh Povan yeah, yeah just just i recuse respond? i recused myself from guessing once i did Yeah, that. i was like okay i i, I want to know this I don't hey, The not know.
0: The Adam Dunn was my guess. Like, that was pure. I didn't Google it or anything, but the hit right. dog, I, I, I feel like everybody
1: probably Google that. No, yeah. You can't, you can't Google it while there's like good momentum in the guessing. It's only when it's like, okay, well, you know, the speed of the guessing has calmed down. Nobody really has any good idea. Yeah. Then, then, the, then the clues came and they were easily Google, 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 whatever the <laughs> word might be there. You got to ask uh, Jason <laughs> or uh, Jordan. Oh hmm. was right former employee um, yeah and you know and so say that and that's when i looked up the hit dog because i was like who the hell is the hit dog i completely yeah. forgot about big mogul uh, i, I Mov- believe is a trucking mogul now i was
0: gonna say he has a trucking company in cleveland i think believe it or not yeah yeah, I mean, I yeah, ties yeah, yeah. To Cleveland, but he, his trucking company is in cleveland i, I remember movan's uh yeah, I was I was love Movon. Movon was great. Oh, I remember... dude, I'm
1: you obviously can't see me, but I'm doing his batting
0: stance right now. Oh, real like, it's a great, stance. It's a great stance. Real like bend. Oh, like, you batting stance guy. Oh, huge batting stance guy. Always. Who's been your a favorite stance, stance to do? Guy. Oh, me too. I love doing. Uh, I love
1: doing stances. Love uh, doing stances. Say, when I was young, I got. I was. I went through a let's see, a Bagwell phase. Oh, oh bags I, Of is course. Great. Of course, everybody did okay. a. Everybody did a Griffey phase. Yeah. Tried to do you, a little bit of a pool holes phase for a little while.
0: Pools yeah. is similar to Bagwell, not as low, but he gets, he, you know, it's that wide legs kind of, you know, dead, ass really out low. Um,
1: I've always right. liked
0: doing Euclid's. Euclid's has a good one. Craig Uh-oh. Council has a has a good stance that's well. you has got the upper
1: hand. That's yes. just like slowly, and that front foot's kind of close to his back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, fun fact! Did you know that Kevin Euclid's and Zach Mayer went to the same school? I, well, I knew he was from
0: uh, Cincy, but I did not know that. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool.
1: Where did you go yeah. to high school in Cleveland? I went to a school called West Giaga, whatever West it is. West Giaga. Shout out, Matt Lee. Paper. Um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> bordering with Sugar and Falls, which you've probably heard of. And yeah. then it's like right next to um, Solon and Orange. Except the
0: that's all all the guys all the non- jews went to your school, I guess
1: that's correct. I think we had like four <laughs> Jews. I went to one bar mitzvah in my life, so it's that crazy. was a big one for the ben Zolden bar mitzvah uh, yes, and, yeah. hey that brings up a point. I know on previous podcasts you've alluded to my Jewishness, not that there's anything wrong with that, yeah, but do you are you under the impression that I am Jewish? No, I know you're not, but i I oh, think okay. I claimed. I think I, I was
0: told to – well, I think – I'm not even going to say I was told. I, I just know that we, we need to just say that you are more Jewish than Steve Ashtray.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if it was one of those situations because, like, I remember – I think it was when Ruttman was pledging, Kretch had him interview me. And then <laughs> when he started reading off my interview questions, I, I believe there was a some hell broke out. <laughs> being like this idiot this guy's not even in the frat what the fuck are you in? <laughs> that's
0: amazing that's amazing yeah. wow that's uh, yeah no i never knew i i didn't I, I knew you were obviously from cleveland i didn't know what uh what high school you grew up in
1: so and and mm. now that
0: you're out in la does jason ever try to hit you up hey we were
1: thinking about going to the um angels indians game the other week um I, yeah, I that anyway was week. Like that was a while ago. To, uh, uh, time flies when you're having fun, <laughs> uh, which this league definitely is. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he hit me up. He was like, you want to go? So we were going to, and then he ended up golfing or something like that. I don't know. I like, uh, sat at home, cried, and wondered what so kind of fun Jason basically. could be having. You, you'd better off not hanging out with Jason. It's one of those situations where it's like everything is – you're kind of like spaced out out here a little bit too. So it would probably be like yeah. a 30, 40-minute drive to get over to him. Um but we'll see each other soon enough with football season coming around and everything.
0: The Browns games. Yeah. Where, where in L.A. are I'm, you?
1: I'm in downtown. You're in downtown L.A. Who the hell lives in downtown L.A.? Exactly.
0: Um, why, can I, it, why, why downtown L.A.? Why not like uh, like a Sherman Oaks? or? Uh, my
1: right. office was, is like oh. two blocks away. So the, the idea was, all right, move out here. Everybody hates the traffic. Like right. like that's, that's the part that sucks. So True. I was like, all right, well, I'll just move right by my job. Yeah. And what do you do for a living? It's gotta be something with well, analytics. Yeah. I work for a investment firm called capital group. And then I do, I work with their like investment data. So I have to like, uh, crunch all this data and turn it into like insights for clients and governments and stuff like that. Sounds boring as shit. Depends on depends on your approach. Depends on the <laughs> the attitude you bring to it. Well, I like to say you, because the I, I, get in the, I get in the zone and then you know I'll be like, you know what? I'm in the zone right now. Let's switch over to it. CBS. Let's start pulling some data. Let's see what we can find here. Oh, I, I still it, suck. Okay. It's, case closed. It's
0: great though. I, I all that you bring to this league is, is all that's right with the world. I have to say. You are you're a I like I said, a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, and this podcast has done wonders uh, for the group, and 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 it's given it's given a voice to the people. You know, I think absolutely uh, representation is important in our league, and uh, this platform allows people to you know speak their (laughs) mind and start some shit or uh, you know that's what it's here for. That's what it's here for. Hey, what kind of numbers do we? What kind of numbers does this podcast do? Ah, how many people are in the league? <laughs> and then subtract ten from that.
0: no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're, uh, we're like I said, we're, we're still working on getting our first sponsor. We're uh, we're, the dialogue has been had with uh, a few companies,
1: um, Keith's Insurance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd like yeah, to take that's... out a life insurance policy on my on my team, and then kill them.
0: <laughs> i like that i like that and then you collect that's that's great Right, exactly uh that's awesome
1: well this has been a ton
0: of fun i mean i know you you only had like 30 45 minutes i, I don't know if there's anything else you got uh you got to bring to the table here but i've really enjoyed mm. this is there anything else you got
1: no i don't think so uh you know if i think of things they'll obviously go to the chat and then we'll build off from there yeah um, well this is
0: great i i hope that this is the start of you know you coming on often i i feel like you could be our our stats and insights guy for the pod too yeah
1: you're always yeah, it could be you want me to be out. tony reality and just call in That's, at the end of the show and yeah i like uh, give that, you what yeah. i got for the week absolutely <clears throat> yeah that would no, be fantastic. Uh, no, it was great being on thank you for uh for having me and um yeah man we'll uh oh, what you know one you thing are, we can we'll go ahead one thing we can
0: quickly just t- talk because I know we've talked the the preseason over unders um, a few times on the show we I know we revisited it at I like pretty much the halfway point of the of the of our fantasy league but now that we're at the all-star break uh, it's pretty amazing so Flam has already gone over which it was set at six and a half wow Steve Steve has officially gone under because his was 13 and a half Mike and Mon have hit the over their over under was set at nine and a half mayor. Also under was set at 13 and a half. Uh, but a few of the other people are very much on the cusp. I mean, your nine and a half is still doable. Um, so it's not, you're not out of it yet. Uh, Eric is pretty much dead. I would say he's four and 10 His <laughs> over under was uh, surprisingly eight and a half. But I guess after having the year that he had last year, it makes sense why Vegas was somewhat high on him, but I, I don't see him winning uh, five more games. Um, especially when there's only one, better two, not. three, four, five. There's only six more games left, so yeah, I don't see All it right. happening. I do not see it happening. Um, Pearlman's likely gonna hit his 11. Um, the he, Dards. That seems are, consistent,
1: man. Entertainment 2020 is consistent. Yeah,
0: dude, they they really are every fucking year, man. Every fucking year. The Dards at eight and six. they they could reach their their over under mark of 13. It's doable. They have to start winning games again. Um, I know they lost last week. Um, La Flama Blanca is the only team sitting at five hundred. That's that's interesting to see. But their uh, their over under was set at twelve and a half. I I, that's possible, I guess.
1: They'd have to win out,
0: I think, right? No, they have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd have to win out. They'd have to win out. Is that all we got left?
1: left. Yeah, I guess including. All we got
0: left. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. I I gotta say, sitting tied with the Slutmans right now, I really hope that you kind of
1: distance yourself from them. That's not really a, a group that you want to get too close with. No, I'd like to be far away from that. Uh, you know, I, the cream will rise, apparently. Uh, Say that again? I said the cream will rise, we hope. Uh, but, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I you know, not to sound like a, I've been coached by Kevin Stefanski or something, but really, it's, it's one It's one week. We, we got an opponent in front of us. We got a game plan. And, and we're going to try to execute it. I like it. Well, I, I I gotta say this. Like I said, this has been a ton of fun,
0: uh, Brady, and I, and I look forward to having you on again. And uh, I hope I don't see too many trades coming out of you too soon, because I'm telling you, I think that you, uh, unless unless Keith and I are, are in the conversation, but right, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think that this remaining schedule, you have a very favorable end. I, I think one of those last playoff spots could be yours. I, I'm I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, except for uh, period eighteen when you when we square off, um, and not that you know eighteen is a very significant number for the Jews, so that's also a a, a, a big one for us. So we'll we'll, well see you week eighteen. What's,
1: what's important about eighteen for Jews? It's
0: it it's it's signi- signifies chai, which is life. Um, yeah, well, well, you know what, yeah. why don't we, maybe, maybe we'll start having you on and, and we'll, we'll start the conversion process
1: for you. Honestly, interested. that might be the best thing. <laughs> That's the only thing I haven't tried yet. Like, let's convert and see if my luck changes. <laughs> see if your luck they changes. They are the chosen people, so. They are the
0: chosen <laughs> This is true.
1: This is this true. Is well, we'd be
0: happy to have you.
1: I can't just half-ass being Jewish anymore. I gotta actually. Yeah. You gotta commit. Actually You gotta it. commit. Yeah. Like, Lafayette right. Orthodox. <laughs> Is that where you are? No, that's from uh, uh, Seinfeld. Oh, that's, that's – oh, okay. Yeah. yeah George. The George. Yeah, converts. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Brady, this was a ton of fun. This was really a ton of fun. I really enjoyed having you on, and uh, I, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season, and I can't wait for more drops in the chat from you because you are the chat MVP.
1: Yeah, you can count on it, man. I appreciate Thank you, you having me. I had a good of time. Of course. Of course. Well, right. this will do it for another
0: edition of The Call of Shaw, the all star edition of The Call of Shaw. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll be back next week. Maybe we won't be. We'll kind of just have to see how our uh, schedules align. But thank you for listening. Take care and good night.
1: Chips catched here, keep chugging Like the two dumb men together No less in life, just keep chugging.